All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, comment down below, and of course, upvote the video itself. I'm here with Tim Thomas, and we are talking Ole Miss basketball. It's been a struggle this season. I hate that we started doing this, Tim, with this team, to where you're having to go through this. Uh, But, I mean... uh, Whenever we start winning pretty good, I think this this could turn out to be a decent thing. But how you doing, Tim? I'm doing good. Yeah, you know, there were some bright spots last night. In the season, there's been some bright spots. It started off good with the tournament, you know, down in Orlando. And we, we thought things were going well. Uh, Sean, issues or injuries, you know. and But uh, there were some bright spots last night. Kentucky, we gave them all they wanted. They're not a great team. Uh, they're on the bubble, as you might have heard. They're on the bubble. So if they're on the bubble, that means they're not very good. So if you first four out or first four in, you're just teetering. Uh, and I don't want to throw out a conspiracy theory, but it seemed like there were several calls last night that the referees just kind of looked at Kermit like, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, I said, I wonder if the SEC officers, my, all people from the SEC office said, Kentucky needs to win, you know, all those fans, all that money, but surely not. But, it, you know, it seemed that way to me for a second. Yeah, um, those calls go for Kentucky more often than they don't. It just happens at this point. Um, but the main story that happened yesterday, yes, Ole Miss lost the game to Kentucky, but it was Deshaun Ruffin shutting it down for the season. Um, obviously, he has an ACL injury that he's recovering from, and I tell people all the time, that is an 18-month injury. You might be able to structurally come back in six months, but you actually need that extra time to get back to where you were. So this is probably a good thing, but also Ruffin could end up in the transfer portal at the end of the season. If there is a change um, and they make a change with Kermit, there's going to be an exodus of players. We saw LSU ended up with one scholarship player, one player, uh, so, what should we take from this roughing thing right now? Um, like you said, you know, I had a meniscus tear myself. I never had ACL, so I'm not familiar with it exactly. But I, I agree, it takes time and time. And they may have rushed him back, but I understand the uh, the doctor supposed, supposedly cleared him. But uh, for whatever reason, uh, maybe a little attitude issue dealing there. I don't know. Maybe a little nil issue we're dealing there. And but. He's a great player, but just being truthful, when we were playing before he got on the court, I think you brought this up, we were playing much better as a team. Everything was going better. And when Ruffin came back, for whatever reason, things just didn't jive. The chemistry wasn't there. So that that's an issue that we've had to deal with since he came back. So maybe if Morrell comes back this Saturday uh, against Vandy, maybe we can get it all together. And, and win a game against Vandy because they got drilled by Alabama last night. Ooh. Yeah, that 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 was, that was pretty brutal. Alabama beat them by like 57 points or something like that. It was at the point where Nate Oates after the game was like apologizing um, to Vandy. It, it was just one of those like, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, it just kind of happened. But, yeah, there, there was a lot of series of events that happened in that game that was a little bit weird that it caused Alabama to go on that early run that got going. Anyway, Ole Miss – Lost the game against Kentucky, a game that they were tied at halftime, a game that obviously we just talked about they played without Deshaun Ruffin. They played without Matthew Morrell. It was completely led by the two freshman guards. And you saw flashes of what they can be. 
And honestly, Ole Miss lost the game to Kentucky, but that's that's not necessarily news. Ole Miss loses a lot of games to Kentucky over their history. But the fact that these two freshman guards, they're probably going to take us anywhere that we want to go in the immediate future, don't you think? Yeah, Abram and Caldwell are very good, uh, very offensively good, and uh, they play decent defense too. Uh, hopefully we can keep them. Like you said, I don't know with the uh, if Kermit is let go of, which I believe he will be. I'm not sure who's on deck, but uh, I have my ideas and thoughts who might be coming. But uh, they're definitely leading this team. The rest of the way, we got, what, nine games left and then the uh, – the Tuesday in the SEC tournament, so really 10 games the way it looks to me. But Abram, as you saw, he shot the ball really well. He shot the ball earlier in the year until, like we said, Ruffin came back and he lost his confidence. He, they moved him over to second guard, shoot guard. Things didn't work out. And Caldwell, he is very talented. You see how he can really get up. He jumps really well. Uh, so I'm proud of him too. So that's a good nucleus. Uh, if we can get some inside guy, guys next year for inside presence, he has like three on the uh, signing list. And we need shooting guards. I don't know where we got to go. We maybe need to go up to the northeast or northwest or somewhere. We got to get some guys that can shoot the ball. You watch Wisconsin and some of those things, Indiana, they got guys out there can nail the ball. They put the ball in the hole. And we don't have that. We just don't have kids that, I guess, Abraham. Abram may be the closest to having a pure shooter that we got. We we need pure shooters, people that can nail it any game, every game, and we need several of them to, mm-hmm. to uh, and then have a good inside presence for next year. Yeah, your lips to God's ears right there. Uh, anyway, what is now for Ole Miss Hoops? We got 10 games left. What does the Ole Miss basketball fan, because, you know, the NCAA tournaments is, is an afterthought. It will not happen this year. Ole Miss is likely playing on the first game in the SEC tournament. What is now, What do we need to look for right now um, for hope, for anything in the future? The two guards, like you said, the freshman guards, Abram and Caldwell. Uh, Brakeman, Brakefield, I'm sorry, has a, uh, another year, so I think he'll be back. He, he, he at times, he has some flashes. He, he shoots the ball really well and Kind of gets in there and makes some plays, but that's the three that I feel like there's a chances we named last week the guys that are leaving. So there's six of them leaving, and you might as well say two or three more transfer portals. We I thought James White would really come through and make some plays. He does at times, but a lot of games he just don't show up. I'm not sure why. McKenna's inside, you know, makes some plays. Uh, Kuba, he's kind of non-existent. He had a a little layup last night that. I believe I could still make, and he should have dumped it. They said he has a seven-six wingspan. I mean, he could have dumped it on his tiptoes, but he didn't. He he missed it. He missed a little short layup, which is kind of disappointing to realize that that he could do that. And the other guys, Robert Allen, at times makes a few plays inside. He's a hustler, and he can, you know, shoot the ball in the paint. He don't need to get out further than that. He don't need to get out there and try to shoot it. Same same with your boy uh, Miles Burns. Is there anyone on that team? Maybe any player that Ole Miss has ever had that hustles and gives it his all his heart every single play. He makes steals, he makes tips, he passes the ball well. Uh, if he could shoot outside the three consistently, he, he would be going pro for sure. Yeah, it, that the offensive portion of his game is the fault. He's got the athleticism, everything else. I, I do love watching him play basketball. Um, and even when he misses a dunk, which he does about every two games, it seems like, 
it's like a crazy dunk. It's 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 amazing that anybody would have the audacity to even try that. And I mean, I'm going I'm going to miss Miles Burns um, next year. And I think that offensively, the strategy that we had, because you can see what Kermit thought. He thought, okay, we have Ruffin coming back. He's going to be all right. We've got Morrell, who's an NFL guy. We need guys that can lock people down. So Kermit went and got really, defensive players. Yeah, he think, he thought Mbala was going to be a player too. Go ahead. Yeah, and it just didn't turn out that way. Ruffin was not completely healthy. Morrell went into a confidence drought this season that that have, has really affected him from the outside. And what that has been left with is those defensive guys have become the main guys. And that's led to scoring droughts and everything else. And I think it was just a tactical mistake by Kermit before the season started. Yeah, it's going to cost him his job, just to be very blunt. It's going to cost him his job. You make choices. Life's full of choices, right? So uh, he, he decided to go with those defensive guys. He really thought, remember, maybe I've talked about this enough, Mbala from Buffalo, the transfer. He, they really thought he was a player he could really score also. Good defensive player. And you can see him, he, see him he's a big guy. Uh, has a decent shooting touch. He said if you hit 18 one game, and you can see the potential there. But for the injury issue or attitude issue, it's hard to know exactly. Uh, he didn't come through. But, you know, we're going to Vandy this Saturday. Uh Hey, they got beat, like you said, bad by Bama, and they'll be probably back, you know, wanting to play hard and try to. But it'd be a good team for both of us, big game for both of us to try to win. And uh, if we can get our stuff together and Morrell come back and play 100% or close to it, he just helps us out on the defensive front. He don't have to score all those points. We just need help defensively because we had several errors the second half. We just ran out of gas. We just ran out of gas. Abram, he would give him a spell every once in a while. You give them three-point shooters, you'd like to give them a break every so often and so they can come back out with fresh legs. And he'd done that several times, and it would have been nice if, you know, they had people to come in like James Watt. Tita came in and knocked a few threes while everyone's on the, on the sideline. But it, it didn't happen. It is what it is. got to deal with it. So uh, hopefully we can go up to Vandy and have a good game and maybe pull a win off there, maybe go to Georgia. Uh, and pull off one, but uh, not many uh, wins left in the schedule. Yeah, uh, before we get out of here, though, um, you bring up an excellent point. Um, what's it like to play in Memorial Gymnasium? That's that's a weird place. It's pretty cool. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, you sit on the ends. Uh, now, like in, when we played Kevin McKelly in Minnesota, you actually are down on the floor, and you have to walk up a, a little step to get up to the floor. But Vandy's not like that. You're actually on the floor. You're just on the ends. And when you go into, uh, if you're a sub, you go in, you go in over here on the side. Now, the, the, the people are kind of down low uh, on the side to let you in into the game. And you it's just, it's kind of kind of up on a stage, kind of. But you have to get used to it. You get used to it after a while. We had luck, good luck. I think we won most of our games up there. It's not far away. It's not a long trip. Your legs don't get tired. So I, I think we'll beat them. I think we'll have a, have a good chance if Morrell if Morel comes back. Morrell comes back and these other guys continue doing well, I think we'll win this uh, this area. 
All right. Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you get to hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. It's Locked On College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Hey, Tim. Thank you very much for um, stopping by the show today, talking about that. I know it's a long season, but they're going to turn this around eventually, and we're going to get to enjoy that, I think. That, 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 I think that's what we need to focus on. Yeah, we got to be positive, Steve. we got to be positive. So we, maybe we can get a couple of wins, but our main uh, emphasis is going to be looking for next year, looking at their recruiting, see who, uh, what shooters, in, whoever the coach is. We can talk about maybe next week or the week after. I think it'll be coming around where uh, – some possible coaching names may be coming up and we maybe we uh, touch on that okay sure thing all right take care bud i'll see you next week howdy toddy howdy toddy